Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. To make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining me this evening, this morning, this afternoon, wherever and whenever you may be listening. If you'd like to contact the show, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com, or you can check out our Patreon page to get messages to us there, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. We are broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM, the Fringe FM app, and of course, TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. Those apps are free to download. The Fringe FM app is really cool, so if you get a chance to download that, it's free. You have enough space on your phone to download that app, to listen to the Fringe FM 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The Secret Teachings airs Monday through Friday, as most of you know, right after Joe Roop and Lighting the Void. And there are some replays throughout the week. But if you want to hear all of the shows, they are in our archive on the website. When you subscribe for a year, you get a physical copy of one of my books, a yearly subscription to the archive to download and stream all of the shows, access to the montages, and a digital copy of each one of my books. So if you were just looking for the books, it's actually probably a better deal, depending on what you're looking for, just to get the yearly subscription or... We do have weekly and monthly subscriptions. Some people like to just support us for $5, $10 a month. And that is, of course, greatly appreciated and sincerely helps to keep this show on the air Monday through Friday. And, uh, you know, if you if you want to support us in other ways, uh, if you already have books, if you already have a subscription, uh, there are some things you can do that will help you really more than it helps us. Uh, we have some affiliate sponsors Uh, One of the big things that I think everybody should do is have a water filter. And we do have a water filter affiliate program with Pro One Water Filters, formerly Pro Pure. They're now Pro One. They have the gravity-fed water filtration. They have the shower filters. I've got both of them. And those are things that I bought. Uh, I don't have a direct uh, advertisement with them. They don't pay me. Uh, But when you buy something through them from our link on our website, It's kind of like that Amazon cart. Uh, I think Joe has that for lighting the void and for the fringe. When you buy something, you get uh, the network gets some money. Uh, But when you go and you grab a water filter, uh, we get a percentage of that. And that helps the show. And it really helps you more than it helps the show. Having a water filter system that you can utilize, uh, whether you get a small one or a big one, for years and years and years. I've had mine for about five years. Never had a single problem with it. Pretty simple to put together. It's like four or five pieces, and then you can replace the water filters like once a year. So that's one of the other ways you can support us. We also have uh, US Plus Health, a company that makes alcohol and hydrogen peroxide solutions. If you have a business, you're looking for cleaning supplies, this is a great company. They don't have any additives or fillers or chemicals that'll make you really sick. And, you know, unless you, you drink a, a whole bottle of 
you know, isopropyl alcohol, that might make you pretty sick. But it's all on the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. I've been thinking a lot about the nature of reality and how we perceive our reality. A lot of people perceive reality based on the information that they receive through media, both social media and mainstream media. And then that is affirmed, once more it's reaffirmed, with their friends and their family who share similar beliefs because they are on the same social media, they watch the same mainstream media. And it never fails to, uh, fails to astound me how when you have like a, a, an article published, um, it could be a, a regular news article or it could be a scientific study, a, a, something in a, in a medical or science journal. And the headline will say one thing, but when you read the actual article, uh, the actual study, it says something entirely different. And you try to show that to people and they say, well, no, I mean, that. I mean, you know, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. The, the 74% of people in the CDC study about a so-called outbreak of a particular disease in Massachusetts and 74% of the people that were sick, supposedly, were fully jabbed. And despite the fact that the study says 74% of the people were fully jabbed, the media, your friends, your family, and pretty much anywhere else that you can get access to information will tell you the exact opposite. That in fact it's because of the unvaccinated that the vaccinated are sick. Which completely obliterates the idea that a vaccine is meant to protect you and prevent you from spreading disease. And they say, well, no, it still does. It still does. But you can still spread the variant. So you need to get the vaccine anyway. It's become so confusing that, I got to be honest, even myself, I feel, you know how intense I am on the show, but I feel off air. Like, I just don't care. I would just rather watch the Olympics or I would just rather just take a walk. I, sometimes I don't even read when I walk anymore. It's just so overwhelming. Nothing makes sense. They'll tell you that the Delta variant is the most contagious transmissible thing ever. They've got studies saying it's a thousand times more transmissible. But then when you actually read the references in the study where they get that information from, that's not what the references say. That's not what the studies say. It's completely backwards. It's completely upside down. It's completely reversed. On the 27th of July, the CDC said that fully vaccinated people spread the Delta variant. That's their report. That's their report. Their report. Not, not Dr. Mercola. It's not the report from InfoWars. That is a report from the Centers for Disease Control. CDC says fully vaccinated people spread the Delta variant and should wear masks. According to their early, early release of the Morbidity and Mortality Weekly report on July 27th, guidance for implementing COVID-19 prevention strategies in the context of varying community transmission levels and vaccination coverage. They call Delta, or B16172, highly transmissible. It says, based on emerging evidence on the Delta variant, CDC also recommends that fully vaccinated persons wear masks in public indoor settings 
in areas of substantial or high transmission. And then you have to try to kind of go in and define what substantial or high transmission is. What does that mean? Well, since things are so political, it usually means in areas that are extremely liberal or extremely conservative. Extremely liberal areas usually have a high transmission. Everybody's wearing a mask. Other places, highly conservative, no transmission. The article says the most important public health action to end the pandemic remains increasing vaccination coverage, which saves lives, prevents illness, and reduces the spread of COVID-19. Yet, the article says CDC says fully vaccinated people spread the Delta variant. But in the actual study, it says you need to go get the vaccine. And see, this is an example of a reverse of a reverse of reality, because normally it would say vaccines are safe. And then you read the study and it says vaccines don't work. In this case, they're telling you the vaccine doesn't work. And then if you read the study from the CDC, it says the vaccine works. But then they provide no evidence or no proof of that. So now, as a result... Federal authorities and the CDC are suggesting that people wear masks in high transmission areas. And they've categorized things into four categories, low, moderate, substantial, and high. That's blue, yellow, orange, and red. They say 63% of U.S. counties are categorized as having higher substantial rates of transmission. I'm sure this is something that you've all already heard. You've probably heard it on other radio shows. You've probably heard the same News articles, the same reports, you might have heard them, you know, regurgitated in part, but not the actual studies referenced. And you just see it so much that you, you just, you can't take it anymore. You just give up on it. And one of the things that I found most interesting was a CNN article from the 30th of July. It says CDC shares a pivotal discovery on COVID-19 breakthrough infections that led to new mask guidance. It's a new study. A new study. And in the study, 346 cases, or 74% of the cases, of people who got sick in Massachusetts were fully vaccinated. 79% reported symptoms. The researchers found evidence that viral loads were similar among 127 fully vaccinated people and 84 who were not vaccinated, partially vaccinated, or vaccine status was unknown. Tonight's show is not about vaccines and the unvaccinated. Tonight's show is about reality. What exactly is reality? Chinese scientists say that the transmission of the Delta variant is a thousand times higher than other strains. The new report from the CDC says, quote, microbiological studies are required to confirm these findings. Yet, they'll tell you that it has high transmission rates. However, microbiological studies have not been conducted to determine the findings of similar viral loads among breakthrough infections. The study also notes that, quote, asymptomatic breakthrough infections might be underrepresented because they are less likely to be detected. Yes, because people aren't sick. And if you just open up the actual study... The study notes that breakthrough infections are expected, especially as the slice of the population that's vaccinated grows larger. As population level vaccination coverage increases, vaccinated persons are likely to represent a larger portion of COVID-19 cases, according to the study from the CDC. 
The mainstream media made a whole bunch of noise about this. Pivotal discovery, says CNN. Other news articles, other mainstream sources said new information just discovered. It's like they dug it out of some archive somewhere. In fact, I had the radio on the other day, local radio, and it said CDC report. CDC discovers new information. Didn't know it was there. What does it say? Get your vaccine. It saves lives. New discovery shows COVID-19 can infect the vaccinated, the Delta variant in particular, and it's because of unvaccinated people that vaccinated people are sick. A total reverse of reality. But the pivotal discovery in the actual study from the CDC, and I have it, reads like this. Approximately three quarters. 346 or 74% of cases occurred in fully vaccinated persons, those who had completed a two-dose course of mRNA vaccine, that's Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna, or had received a single dose of Janssen, that's Johnson & Johnson, vaccine. Overall, 79% had breakthrough infections and were symptomatic. That's what the study says about the data of the people that were quote-unquote sick. That's the pivotal discovery. And the study's authors say the following. I'll read it to you again. As population-level vaccination coverage increases, vaccinated persons are likely to represent a larger proportion of COVID-19 cases. The more people get vaccinated, guess what? The more breakthrough cases. The more the vaccine doesn't work, the more people get vaccinated. 74%? That's completely the opposite, a complete reverse of what media has been telling you about what Fauci has been telling you. Like 99.9% of cases, they say, are happening in people that are unvaccinated. Most of the hospitalizations are people that are unvaccinated. And yet, that's actually not even close to true. Israel and Australia have a vaccination rate that is between 80 and 90-something percent. And most of the people that are in the hospitals in Israel and Australia are fully vaccinated. How is that possible? 90 or 85 to 90 percent of hospitalizations are from fully vaccinated people. That's in Israel. In Australia, the news reported that almost all of the people are fully vaccinated. Here's a news clip from Australia, Channel 9 News, NSW COVID-19 update. And the guy will tell you how many people got the vaccine. So this is affecting people of all ages with very serious disease. All but one um, are vaccinated. One person has just received one dose of vaccine. All but one are vaccinated. And the previous 40 seconds to that clip is an explanation of all the different ages, all the different people that are affected, and yet all but one are fully vaccinated. Here's Reuters. Vaccinated people make up 75% of recent COVID-19 cases in Singapore. Well, that's the same number, almost exactly the same number, as those in the United States. Here's another one. The CDC says... 4,000-plus fully vaccinated people have been hospitalized or died with breakthrough COVID-19 infections. That's Forbes. What is happening? Can anybody answer that question? Or have you just kind of felt like giving up? Maybe that's the point. 
It's not supposed to make sense. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. I've got some critical information to share with you tonight, especially if you're worried about vaccine mandates at your work. Stay with us. There's more after this. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though. 
but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake CG images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles or that Delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation, that its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that Delta extracted from the Norse Volknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see and the observations that we make on the Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on the Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. So I'm a little bit confused. Maybe you can help me out. A Reuters news report from Asia Pacific Division reads, Vaccinated people make up 75% of recent COVID-19 cases in Singapore, Singapore, but you know, few fall ill. So people aren't really getting sick, but they're testing positive for COVID-19. They're saying that If you test positive for COVID-19 after you got a vaccine, don't worry. It's not because the vaccine didn't work. There are two reasons you tested positive. One of them you should worry about. The other one you shouldn't worry about. The one you should worry about is you tested positive because other people didn't get a vaccine. The thing you really shouldn't be worried about is, although you tested positive, don't mind the fact the vaccine didn't work. But you're not actually ill. And that's been the argument from the beginning, hasn't it been? About asymptomatic transmission. You're not sick, but you still test positive, so you still have to wear a mask and social distance, and you still have to stay home from work, and you still have to struggle to pay your bills. But now they're saying if you got a vaccine and you test positive, you're not going to be sick. Again, wasn't that the whole point of the argument about PCR testing from the very beginning, that you're not sick? It's what they call asymptomatic transmission, and it's a fraud. And I can actually prove that it's a fraud. Go to the internet, type this in. Study claiming new coronavirus can be transmitted by people without symptoms was flawed. February 3rd, 2020. The information in the study that people who had no symptoms from infection were able to transmit the virus to others turned out to be wrong. Study claiming new coronavirus can be transmitted by people without symptoms was flawed. The whole asymptomatic transmission debate was over in February of 2020. Did the media ever make a correction? Did the White House ever make a correction? Either administration? Did Democrats or Republicans Ever tell the public this? Did anybody that you know try to tell you this who might have been aware of it? That there is no asymptomatic transmission? That it's all based on either assumption or fraud? In fact, it's so fraudulent that there was an update issued in June to this article from Science Magazine. And it says... The fact that the New England Journal of Medicine paper, that's where this was originally published, had a flaw does not mean asymptomatic transmission, 
does not exist. This is still under discussion. So even when there is an open issue, an open flaw, an open error in a prestigious journal like the New England Journal of Medicine, and it completely disproves, it completely demolishes the entire narrative of asymptomatic transmission. You're not sick, but you test positive, like the people testing positive in Singapore. But don't worry, they didn't fall ill because they had all got the vaccine, 75% of them, which is almost exactly the same number of people in the United States in a Massachusetts study from the CDC who tested positive even though they were fully vaccinated. Almost the exact same number. Some might find that a little bit suspicious, a little bit weird, perhaps not a coincidence. And even though the New England Journal of Medicine study was flawed, they still say, no, it doesn't mean there's no asymptomatic transmission. This is still under discussion. Do you just have a hard time trying to, like, grasp all of this? It's no wonder people just put their mask on and they say, shut the hell up. I'm tired of listening to it. Let me buy my groceries. Get out of my face. You know, it's it's beyond comprehension at this point. And and when it goes that far to where you can't really figure out what's real and what's not real. If you're like me, you've you've probably thought maybe that's the whole point. Maybe it's not supposed to make sense. Maybe none of it is supposed to make sense. If 75% of the people in Singapore that are testing positive got vaccinated and they're saying, don't worry, you're not ill, you can't transmit it, even if you're asymptomatic. But the people that didn't get vaccinated are the reason that the vaccinated got sick. And they're saying that the vaccination prevented them from getting ill, even though they're testing positive. Well, let's compare that to what we were told last year. Even though we know the study on asymptomatic transmission was flawed in the New England Journal of Medicine, that it was wrong, it was inaccurate. If you read it, it's a joke. They didn't even contact one of the people in the study. They just assumed that she was sick. If you read it, they just assumed the woman was sick. Never even contacted her. Just assumed the woman in the study was sick. An assumption. And then they publish it, and then it's implied to the public that it's asymptomatic transmission. So they never were able to prove that. The study on it was flawed. It was fake. It was, fr- it was a fraud. And yet they still say, if you don't have symptoms, but you test positive, you're a threat to other people. So get the vaccine. As long as you get the vaccine, you can still get sick, but you won't get that sick. And you'll be the reason that the pandemic is coming to an end. Even though it doesn't make any sense, even though the vaccine didn't work, even though you still are asymptomatic, even though you didn't get sick before, but you had it, and then you got a vaccine, and you might have got a little sick, but don't worry, that's because other people didn't get it. It doesn't make any sense. No rational, reasonable, free-thinking individual, whether they're a doctor or they're a street sweeper, can make any reality out of this. You can't make heads or tails of it because you're not supposed to. And then you think about the new testing for COVID-19. The Centers for Disease Control said on July 21st 
that there would be changes to the RT-PCR test for SARS-CoV-2. And that by the end of the year, 2021, the CDC expects you to use different tests. The CDC is recommending clinical laboratories and testing sites that have been using the NCOVRT-PCR assay select and begin their transition to another FDA-authorized COVID-19 test. And then there's this bombshell out of Forbes. George Soros and Bill Gates, this is the actual headline, by the way, George Soros and Bill Gates' backed consortium to buy the U.K. maker of COVID tests for $41 million. Billionaires George Soros and Bill Gates are part of a consortium set to buy Melogic, a U.K.-based maker of COVID tests, in an effort to increase access. Oh, they want to increase access to, quote, affordable, state-of-the-art medical technology, end quote, around the world. I was stunned when I read that headline. Mologic has worked with Bill Gates in the past. In fact, Mologic worked with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They received a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to establish the Center for Advanced Rapid Diagnostics, or what they call CARD, focusing on lowering the cost of rapid delivery health care. Mologic very soon, if it has already not taken place, will be literally owned by Bill Gates and George Soros. So much for all the anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. George Soros, you can't say that about George Soros. He's a Jew. Well, he surely liked rounding up Jews in his famous interview where he said it was like one of the best times of his life. It's wonderful. But if I say George Soros owns the testing, that just sounds insane. If I say Bill Gates owns the testing, that sounds insane. And people say you're insane, and then they figure out, oh, they do own the testing. Look, it's in Forbes. It's right here. It's in Forbes. They're buying Mologic. That's what they're now going to switch to. One of the tests they're going to switch to, and Bill Gates and George Soros literally own it. And you're crazy. But then when people realize, oh, that wasn't crazy, they do own it. Well, they don't own it in a suspicious way. They own it because they want to help people get tested to prevent them from getting sick. But I thought you weren't getting sick because most of the people are asymptomatic. And 75% of the people in Singapore, 74 plus percent of the people in Massachusetts, in the, in, the, in the infamous CDC test recently, the study, they were fully vaccinated. But it's because of the unvaccinated that they got sick. But don't worry, you won't fall as sick even though there are no symptoms, you're asymptomatic, you won't fall as sick if you got a vaccine. So you could have been totally fine before, got the vaccine, tested positive after the vaccine, and you're told it's because other people didn't get it, and it's because these people want you to be sick. I mean, that's the gaslighting. They want you to be sick. That's why they're not getting it. So you get it, and then you still get sick, but you're not actually sick. You just test positive. So then my question is, all of the PCR testing that has been conducted in the last year. And you can go back to the New York Times article from New York State, here where I live, unfortunately, where they said up to 80% of positive cases, up to 80% of positive cases were not actually positive if they reduced the cycle count for the testing, where they were doing the cycle count at up to 45 to almost 50 when Fauci even said you shouldn't do it above like 33, 34 
and the inventor of the test said it becomes useless above that number because you can find any particle in the body and you can amplify any particle in the body. That doesn't mean that you're sick. So the question is, if the CDC is switching testing, they're going to another test, and Bill Gates and George Soros are going to own a lot of that new testing, then all of the tests from the past should just be null and void. How do you know what's positive and what's negative? I mean, doesn't does that not make sense? They're switching the test, saying the PCR test isn't really reliable. Isn't that what I've been saying, you've been saying, other people have been saying for over a year? It's not reliable? Isn't that what the inventor of the test said? That it wasn't reliable, especially for determining illness and disease? So if it's not reliable, and the CDC is acknowledging that, then what is the point in counting COVID-19 cases if most of the people that are testing positive not only are fully vaccinated, which would make us question what's the point in the vaccine, but what's the point if those people aren't even sick that test positive? Because they weren't sick. They're not sick. And the people that are getting sick and going to the hospital now, they're not sick from COVID-19. They're sick from the vaccine, or they're still sick from other things. There are still major leading causes of illness and death in the United States and around the world. Would you like an idea of what those are? Well, millions of people die every year from preventable disease, heart disease, cancer, chronic lower respiratory disease, stroke. Those are the top four leading causes of death. That's, of course, until you factor in iatrogenic illness or disease, and that is those diseases and illnesses and injuries caused by doctors. The CDC published a, a beautiful colored national health report. All the highlights. Heart disease, stroke. 29% of all deaths in the United States attributed to heart disease and stroke. 730,000 people die every year from heart disease and stroke. 34% of heart disease on average and 33% of stroke can be prevented by changing lifestyle. That puts it in your hands. COPD, 140,000 people die every year. That is almost entirely 100% preventable. And all oh, by the way, $32 million, a billion dollars are spent on COPD. $263.8 billion are spent on cancer, and that's mostly drugs and surgeries. And $312 billion are spent on heart disease and stroke. You know, we think cancer, oh, cancer is so scary. More people die of heart disease and stroke, and more people spend excess amounts of money on treatment for heart disease and stroke than for cancer. Heart disease and stroke are leading causes of preventable death as well as just being leading causes of death. Why does Fauci not talk about that? Why do the doctors and scientists not talk? Why does Congress not talk about this? Why does the Senate not talk about this? Why does Biden not talk about this? Why did Trump not talk about this? Because whether it's the president or it's a congressperson, or a senator, or it's a doctor, they're eating the same food 
and drinking the same drink and smoking the same cigarettes that the rest of us do. Well, I don't, but some of you might. And if you're accepting of that and you're happy with that and you're cool with that, don't you dare smoke a cigarette and tell me to put a mask on. Don't you dare smoke a cigarette and tell me it's my fault you're sick. Don't you dare make an ignorant, asinine comment like that. Why isn't anybody talking about this from the CDC? That's why people are sick. That's why people don't feel good. That's why people have problems. It's not because of a virus. Here's a Washington Post headline. Vaccinated people are ready for normalcy and angry at the unvaccinated getting in their way. Damn it. You should have gotten your vaccine. It doesn't matter if 74% of the people that got their vaccine test positive. It doesn't matter if 75% in Singapore test positive. It doesn't matter if around the world it's about three quarters of people who get fully vaccinated if they test positive. So those are a couple of the things that have been going through my head the last few days. And as they've been going through my head, I came across an article that just solidified. Just solidified all of it. It's August 5th. This is on Thursday last week. Fauci warns more severe COVID variant could emerge as U.S. cases near 100,000 daily. Again, cases, PCR test cases that in most places like New York, depending on the cycle count, are about 80% false positives, which would mean if we had 100,000 cases a day, 80,000 of them would be irrelevant. 80,000 of those people would not be sick. In fact, it's probably closer to 100,000 of the people are not actually sick from a virus. They're sick from cigarettes. They're sick from vaping. They're sick from eating meat in excess. They're sick from sugar and salt and fat. They're sick from their diets and their lifestyles. They're sick from stress. You could be the healthiest person in the world. You're stressed. Your body just breaks down. That's what they're sick from. So how many cycle counts are behind the tests that show us 100,000 cases a day, nearly, according to Fauci? Well, according to the United States and the reporting centers that report all of this, a seven-day average of 94,000 new cases as of August 4th. That's according to Johns Hopkins University. Could you call Johns Hopkins and ask them about this? Johns Hopkins How many cycle counts are these tests being conducted at? Now, my friend friend Jack, who co-hosts the show with us sometimes, uh, Jack, uh, months ago, he went to the hospital with someone he knew. They gave them a test, or they're going to give him a test. I don't remember if she took it or not. Uh, But Jack asked the nurse about the test. The nurse, the nurse didn't even know what a PCR test was, but she was administering them. Did not know what a PCR test was, but was administering it. This is why you cannot rely on doctors and nurses or people with letters next to their name as authorities to tell you what is real and what is not real. It's all backwards. 100,000 cases daily. See, they can't say 100,000 people died a day because 100,000 people didn't die a day. Although hundreds of thousands of people do die every week. From all sorts of things all around the world. Hundreds of thousands of people die. Every millions of people die every year. 2,000 
163, I think, is the last time I did the uh, the math for it. It's over 2,000. People die every single day. From the time you got up this morning to the time you're listening to this show and you go to bed, or you're just waking up now, you're listening to the show, you go to bed later on, over 2,000 people are going to die of mostly preventable heart disease. Where are the memorials? And the, and the TV shows and the documentaries about those people. Where are the constant updates on CNN? Another 300 people died of heart disease today in Alabama. Another 200 died in West Virginia. And those are two places where they have some of the worst heart disease in the country. It's like West Virginia, Alabama, Arkansas. Just horrible, enormous numbers of people that have heart disease. Those are high concentration areas. You don't think that in places where people are generally sicker, that there might be higher rates of COVID-19? How is it, just seriously, just let me, re- let me rehash this for you. How is it that 74% of people in the United States in the Massachusetts study, according to the CDC, can test positive for COVID-19, not be sick, and yet have both vaccines? How can a majority of people that test positive in general, vaccinated or not, not have symptoms? And how can if you get the vaccine and you test positive and you have no symptoms, they say it's all okay. The vaccine prevented the symptoms. But if you don't have a vaccine and test positive and don't have any symptoms, they want to quarantine you. They want you to wear a mask. They want you to constantly continue to test over and over and over and over again because every case is another number that goes into the holster of Dr. Fauci, the mad scientist, who can lie to the Senate, lie to the Congress, and lie to the American people and tell them it's 100,000 cases nearly a day. This is insane. And if you don't get a vaccine, more variants are going to emerge. Yes, because you create them. They're, they're literally manufactured, not in a bio lab. They're manufactured in media. They're like egregores. They're like thought formations. That's where the variant is coming from. They're creating the variant in the ether. They're manifesting it. When I read things like this, this is a headline from CNBC. Fauci warns more severe COVID variant could emerge as U.S. cases near 100,000 daily. Look at the other headlines. Fauci says, if we don't get vaccinated, more variants are coming. Yet, if you get the vaccine, you're still getting COVID at a higher rate than people who aren't vaccinated. But they won't tell you that. They'll say, new emerging evidence found in the CDC archives. We just, some temp had the study and we just, we didn't know about it. And he spilled coffee on it and we had to find it in the archives and reprint it. Once we got it, we were like, oh my God, we we need to wear masks again because look at all the people that are sick. And then that becomes what the politicians use as evidence. But then if you actually read the study, all the people, three quarters of the people got the vaccine had two doses of it. We're fully vaccinated. So that doesn't make any sense. What was the point of getting the vaccine? And then Fauci says, if you don't get the vaccine, look at more variants. What is that? That's not a prediction, folks. That's called a threat. They're threatening you. Get it, or we're going to continue this charade. And the reality is, you could get it, and they're going to continue the charade anyway. They told people 70% vaccination, herd immunity, And then here come the mandates again. Here comes the hysteria by the general public who don't even know what day of the week it is. They don't know what foot they're standing on. They couldn't tell you. They couldn't even spell the word variant. 
And those are the ones that police the general public because they saw it on CNN or they saw it on Fox News or MSNBC or Dr. Fauci with all the comments on social media. Yeah, you get Dr. Rand Paul. You get that senator. He's not even a real doctor like you, Fauci. You get him. You tell us about how many thousands of cases there are a day. Tell us about those viral loads. We love it. It's like some weird fetish. It's all backwards. All of it's backwards. And now, New York City, despite all of the evidence, let me rehash it for you one more time. 74% of the people in the Massachusetts study that the CDC used to say we need to wear masks again, 74% of them were vaccinated fully. In Singapore, almost the exact same number, minus less than a, a percent, 75%, according to Reuters, were fully vaccinated and tested positive. But they said, don't worry, you're asymptomatic, you have no symptoms. Doesn't mean you can't spread it, you're just asymptomatic, but you got the vaccine, so you're okay. You can still go do things. But if you're not sick and you test positive and you didn't get a vaccine, you need to be quarantined. Makes no sense, right? Now the PCR tests that have been used to determine the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of cases a day. Oh my God, we're overwhelmed with cases. Now the PCR test is being pulled by the end of the year. And guess what? George Soros and Bill Gates are buying a new maker of COVID tests, MoLogic, that has worked with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation before. Does anybody find that a little bit suspicious? And then the gaslighting continues. Vaccinated people are ready for normalcy, but they're vaccinated And they knew that they couldn't get sick, but they're getting sick anyway, even though they're not sick. And it's because of the unvaccinated. That's what the Washington Post said in a headline. Vaccinated people are ready for normalcy, but they're angry at the unvaccinated getting in their way. So basically, you can be vaccinated, be sick, throwing up all over people. But as long as you got the vaccine, it's cool. It's okay. And they tell you that if you don't get it, more variants are coming. That's a threat. They're threatening you. So despite the fact that PCR tests are being replaced and Bill Gates and Soros are going to be behind directly in the mainstream media and Forbes, they're going to be behind the new tests. They're going to be making all that money, and God knows what else they're going to be doing with those tests. Maybe there are things on the test they jam up into your nose. It's so transmissible, but they have to jam something into your brain like a lobotomy to get the sample. What are they going to do now? They're going to say, the PCR test isn't working. We need the new, the new test. But nobody would dare say, if it's not working, then what about these thousands and thousands of cases that we're getting from the PCR test? No one's going to say that. I'll say it. You might say it. But few people are going to acknowledge that because to acknowledge that, they'd have to acknowledge, I was duped. How the New York Times admitted it. The New York Times said 80% of the cases in New York State weren't even cases. It was false. I mean, Jesus Christ, the New York Times admits it. But then they try, to, they try to make it look like something other than what it is. Like the New York Times reported in April that the flu, this is a quote, the flu vanished during COVID. And they show you a chart from the CDC, and it's literally a red line. Current cases. Beep. Dead. No flu. There have been 2,000 cases since late September of last year. 
on average, there's over 200,000 by this time of the year. No flu, though. They say, well, it's because of the mitigation. It's because of the masks. It's because of all the things we've done to stop COVID. It stopped the flu, but it didn't stop COVID-19. But you still need to do it, even though it didn't stop it. And if you got a vaccine, you still need to wear the mask. I mean, just based on that alone, you you weren't sure if taking the mask off was safe. So then you tell people to do it, and then it's it, it, then I don't I don't even want to explain it anymore. You know, it doesn't make any sense. But now New York City has become the first major U.S. city to mandate vaccination proof for indoor dining and gyms. New York City will require proof of vaccination for leisure indoor activities at restaurants and gyms, becoming the first major city in the United States to do so, according to NBC. Mayor Bill de Blasio made the announcement, saying the program, also known as Key to New York City, so it's the key to the city, will be implemented in mid-August. That's about a week from now. During a transition period before it will be fully enforced beginning the week of September 13th. Right around the week of, what's the weekend of September 11th? That's what New York City people need, more trauma. It's time for people to see vaccinations as literally necessary to living a good, full, and healthy life. Maybe they should clean up the filth in New York City. Because all the old cholera outbreaks weren't because of cholera bacteria causing disease because you were exposed to it. It was because of the feces in the road and in the water. Maybe if you clean up your environment, you won't be sick. And you stop poisoning yourself, you won't be sick. That's not my opinion. That's not some arrogant stance. That's what the CDC says. Uh, If you're unvaccinated, though, de Blasio says, you will not be able to participate in many things. They're also giving $100 to residents and employees who make an appointment at city-run vaccination sites. I I should go to New York City. You should go to New York City. And just make the appointment. It doesn't say anything about getting vaccinated. Just make the appointment, get the $100 bill, and then leave. And they say, well, you have to get the vaccine to get the $100. Nope, I'm pretty sure it says right here in the fine print. It says $100 incentive to city residents and employees who make an appointment at city-run vaccination sites. So, go get $100. You don't have to get the vaccine. They just give you $100. They're just handing out money there in uh, New York City. So, New York City is going to mandate that. Uh, there's going to be lawsuits that are going to be thrown out by federal judges. There's already been one major one with a bunch of nurses in Texas that's been thrown out by a federal judge. Uh, There are some federal judges that will have the balls, male and female. uh, It's an expression, figure of speech, that will have the balls and the backbone eventually to stand against this. And uh, we're going to have to wait for that to happen. But in the meantime... A lot of employers are going to try to force you to get a vaccine. They're going to try to coerce you before the FDA approves the vaccine so they're not totally experimental. I'd imagine after they approve it and they release papers, the papers are going to prove that the vaccines don't do anything, but the headlines will be FDA approves vaccines that are 100% safe and effective. And then you read them and they're anything but that. That's just a little prediction of mine because that's how everything else works. And uh, at that point, sometime toward the end of the year, which is why New York City's waiting until the end of the year to implement this because it's not technically legal until they do that. Uh, employers can can coerce you, yeah, and they can do certain things to get you to do it. And you just kind of have to participate by, well, you just got to have to hope that you don't lose your job. Uh, you have to kind of hope that you don't get sick if you get the vaccine. You have to kind of hope that... Uh, God or something or someone is looking out for you, or you can just kind of wait around until 
you're fired. Uh, but tonight, I can show you some ways to avoid that vaccine. That doesn't mean your employer might not fire you. It doesn't mean that there aren't legal ramifications if they do. But I want to show you something that the media, although they acknowledge it, they're not being forthright with it. And it might just be able to help you get out of a vaccine mandate at work if there ever is a direct mandate. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. Lighting the void with the secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020, and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing, just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe, on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin, who had been turned into a god, was placed into a golden coffin a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a twin summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improve sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and allow to measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. 
what are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. You can catch the show Monday through Friday, the same time every night. Check us out on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Go over to the website now. You can subscribe to the archive, get access to all the shows, the montages, my digital books. And if you subscribe for one year, you'll also get a physical copy autographed if you'd like edition of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or The Technological Elixir. All of those books, maybe you already have one of them or you already have a subscription. You can, of course, go and grab the books separately on the website. Each one has its own page with reviews from authors and radio hosts and some information on the book. These are big books. These aren't like little pamphlets. These are giant, enormous books that are jam-packed with information, hours and hours and hours of reading and an endless reference source for future research and future investigations into whatever you might be interested in. That's Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and the Technological Elixir. It's on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Or check us out on Patreon. Finally got the first uh, public video uploaded. I'm going to be doing some behind-the-scenes videos. When you become a Patreon supporter, or what I guess I guess they call a patron, 
you will get uh, a lot of things that uh, it'll just kind of simplify uh, the way that we interact with you as listeners. You can have listener requests, uh, commissions. If you have a podcast, I can I'm be able to work with you. It's pretty much wide open. So when you become a patron, it's going to be whatever you request, basically, whether it's videos or audio or you request you know, personal time. There's a lot of stuff available. It's through our Patreon and that is also on our website at the top of the page. You'll see Patreon, or you can search The Secret Teachings on Patreon. should be pretty easy to find. Again, that's Patreon, and the secretteachings.info is the website. Dr. Fauci has warned that more variants are coming if you don't get a vaccine. And despite that, a lot of Americans are still refusing. I believe the number of Americans that are refusing are much higher than the mainstream media is reporting. Regardless of what I think, though, and regardless of what the statistics say in regards to how many thousands of cases are emerging every day, Fauci says we're almost near 100,000. According to Johns Hopkins, it's 94,000 new cases, up 48% from a week ago. They're using words like hyper-contagious. Hypertransmissible, Delta Plus, which sounds like some kind of seat upgrade you get on the airline. This is the wording that's being used to make you feel afraid. I read an article this morning from uh, Saturday that said something to the effect of the American people are still rejecting the vaccine. They're more scared of the vaccine than they are the virus. How is that possible when it's highly transmissible, hyper-contagious? Because people can read for themselves. They can read the CDC Massachusetts study where 74% of the people were fully vaccinated who got sick. Well, they didn't get sick. That's a misnomer. They tested positive. They weren't actually sick. Most of the people had no symptoms. In Singapore, 75%, almost the same number of people, received their vaccines and then tested positive again. Or maybe for the first time if they hadn't had it before. They got the vaccine, they tested positive. It's about 74, 75%, three quarters in the U.S. and in Singapore. I'm sure you'll find a very similar number everywhere else you look, except in places like Israel and Australia, where upwards of 90% of the population are vaccinated and virtually every person in the hospital had both vaccines. And then if you die of the vaccine, you still died of COVID, despite the fact that you didn't die of COVID, you died from the vaccine. I mean, if you died from anaphylactic shock and your airways closed up and you couldn't breathe and you died. That's a symptom of COVID-19. You died of COVID-19. You didn't die of the vaccine. It is statistical manipulation and just profound gaslighting. Now, as all this continues to unfold, whether it's the White House or it's Congress or it's the media or it's late-night comedy shows, that aren't really comedy shows, they're political shows that gaslight you and masquerade as comedy, they're all telling you the same thing. Get your vaccine. It's safe. It's effective. Get your vaccine. It's safe. It's effective. 
I've been keeping up on what's going on in the state of Arizona. The state of Arizona has become like Florida and partly like Texas and like New Hampshire and uh, a couple of other states. A safe haven for people who don't want to be forced to take a vaccine. The governor of Arizona signed two different executive orders. Mainstream media never reported that or anything about what Arizona has done as a state. They have prevented, one executive order has prevented local governments from mandating masks. They've prevented businesses from enforcing masks. When you have a private business, it gets a little bit more dicey. But they've prevented schools from forcing masks, social distancing, and weekly testing on top of vaccinations. You can't force a student to do any of these things as a condition of enrollment in order to obtain an education. Now, while the media tells you that there are so many states forcing vaccines and this and that, and they're making people do it and it's saving lives, well, they don't mention that there are a lot of states that are doing the very opposite because they don't want you to know that there's a legal way to get around the tyranny. While you still have a manner by which to avert the tyranny, you better do it and you better support it because once those legal methods are removed, there will be no way to oppose the tyranny. The only way you get out of it is if you kill yourself or they kill you or you just eventually acquiesce and participate. You go to places like Arizona, they have prevented the mask, the social distancing, the testing, and the vaccines at college campuses. I mean, a private college is a little bit different, but not really. And these are reports from the last week. Uh, The governor has also said in Arizona they are not going to change their mask policy. It's basically, if you want to wear one, it should protect you wear it. If you want a vaccine... Even the government says, well, it's safe, so just get it if you want it. Don't force other people to get it. And you know what has happened in Arizona? I read this one article about, uh, I think it was uh, Arizona State University. And uh, one one of the major universities, I think, was it Tucson or Phoenix? One of the universities there, I think it was the Phoenix one. Uh, They said, uh, they had a teacher there who taught nutrition, which I thought was just even more ironic, And she said, I don't like what the governor did. And until the governor allows us to force people to get vaccines, I'm not coming to work. And I thought, great, because that's how things should be. You don't restrict everybody's freedom because a few people complain that they're going to leave the country or they're not going to work their jobs or they're going to throw a hissy fit. You let everybody be free and the people who don't like being free can leave. That's the bottom line. If I was that school, I would tell that woman, good riddance, you are banned from school property until you can understand the concept of human freedom and medical autonomy. You do not get to force people with your political agenda to do things that are incredibly dangerous, even based on mainstream science. Why would you want people to get something that will then make them sick officially according to the CDC? Most of the people who get the vaccine are getting sick and going to the hospital. It's not people that didn't get it. 
It's ironic because this is a this is it was like a nutrition teacher. You should be teaching kids not about transgenderism and politics. You should be teaching them about vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, sunlight, reducing stress, not teaching them about highly, 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 highly dangerous and experimental gene therapy shots. You want to leave? Get the hell out. That's how it should be. Everybody's free, and if you don't like freedom, you get out. And they try to make this all about, well, it's the opposite of freedom because you don't have the freedom, Don Lemon says, to, to, to give people meningitis, or you don't have the freedom to give them smallpox. Well, here, here, here's, a, here's a little piece of information for Don Lemon. Maybe you should read the medical literature instead of just regurgitating whatever these people at CNN put in front of you. Obviously, Don Lim is just a, he's just a talking head. He's just a mouthpiece. But they still regurgitate information that's a talking point, and people apparently don't understand. It's a talking point. In fact, I found the same talking points on the Arizona State University website. When I look that up in Tucson, Arizona, because that's where I'm probably going to be moving with my fiance Hope, Looked up the university and it said, get the vaccine. It's safe and effective. And does it, there was a frequently asked question, does it affect birth? No, it doesn't affect birth. So I, I called them and I sent an email and I said, did you know that there was a New England Journal of Medicine study that of 700 women uh, who got the vaccine in the third trimester, everything was fine. But any woman, 127 of them that got the vaccine prior to the third trimester, virtually all of them had abortions. The vaccine aborted their baby. So what do you mean there's no fertility issue? What do you mean that there's no, there's no dangers to women's fertility? What are you talking about? She said, I've never heard that before. I'll send that along to the medical director. And I'm sure the medical director saw that, crumbled it up, threw it in the trash. Because it's all about creating the narrative. It doesn't matter what science actually says. It matters what authority says. It's a big power trip for people. It's a political thing for people. Nobody cares about real science, real data, real facts. It's all about emotion. It's all about politics. This is what we talked about last Wednesday on the show. This is the, well, they call it queer theory, but it's called postmodernism. Facts don't matter, only emotions. Reality doesn't matter unless it's a fake reality that you've created so that you don't have to deal with actual reality. It's a mental illness of people that have had their development arrested. They don't have any ability to deal with things in the real world, so they create this fantasy world, inject themselves into it, and block everything else out. And while those are the people that are probably, you know, at the business you work at or people you interact with in your community, and they're all there, you know, urging the boss to mandate vaccines and mandate masks and force people to do all kinds of experimental things, you get regular people like yourself and regular people like me who just sit there, you know, rationally and say, well, you can't legally do this or you can't do that or you can legally get people to get a vaccine and if you want them to work at your business, but there are exemptions you have to follow federally. There's still a law, asshole, and people don't like the law because the law means there can't be lawlessness. 
And people want lawlessness because they want to see the system collapse because the system's the reason that they're having a bad time in life. The system's the reason they didn't get that job promotion because their skin color is a certain a certain shade too dark or you know or, or it's you it's usually the other way around it's usually people that are you know mostly white almost entirely white who are telling the rest of us what a horrible oppressed world they live in and so they're actually trans now or they care about black people now and they also want you to get a vaccine because it's so liberal to just inject yourself with poison like the woman who blinded herself because she said she had, you know, you know, other people might have had vision envy. You know, she could see, they couldn't see, so she blinded herself to make her like That's mental illness. These people are mentally ill. So if you have people like this at your business or you have a, a boss or a manager like this and they're trying to force you to do it, I'm going to give you some ways that you can get out of it tonight. This is not even legal advice. This is just... You can read the, the, the law for yourself, and you can read it, read it right on the U.S. government's website, U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. They have a whole paper published on what you should know about COVID-19 and the ADA, the Rehabilitation Act, and other EEO laws. I also have another paper that I printed out, the headline, Pandemic Preparedness in the Workplace and the Americans with Disabilities Act. This is old. This is actually from last year, from 2020. The other paper from the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission was published June 28th as an update, 2021. It's a technical assistance, questions and answers. Breaks it down pretty simple. You can just go read this on the government's website and they will tell you all that you need to know. So again, you want to read this for yourself. Pandemic Preparedness in the Workplace and the Americans with Disabilities Act. You can go read that. That's a little bit outdated, although it's pretty much the exact same information you'll find in this other government report. It's from the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, what you should know about COVID-19 and the ADA, the Rehabilitation Act, and other EEO laws. This right here, this is the piece of paper that you need. If you're worried about being forced to receive a vaccine, and maybe you live in a state like New York where they can fire you at will because it's liberal. You're worried about what's happening at work. You're worried about your boss. You're worried about other people. You shouldn't be afraid to express your views and share facts with people. Obviously, facts don't matter anymore. But if you're in a situation where you're dealing with this crap, I'm going to read you this right from the government's website. So all the liberal people and all the people that think that they have a right to inject stuff into your body and they have a right to harass you can be put in their proper place. One thing I would advise, and I'm certainly not a lawyer, but I definitely know how the system works. If you have a boss who is harassing you to get a vaccine because the coercion of an extra 10-minute break didn't work and a $15 gift card didn't work and you still won't get it and everybody there is sick except you and these people are stupid enough to think that everybody's sick except you because you didn't get a vaccine and you made them sick, if they're that retarded, they need to be put in their place. And if they're continuing to harass you, file a harassment complaint against them. Whether you do it with your HR department, maybe the HR is harassing you. File a complaint against them. 
file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau as a customer. As an employee, file a complaint with the Department of Justice, with the Department of Labor. You are being harassed. You are being discriminated against. And the window of opportunity for that to have any you know, say or meaning is, is closing because in a couple of months, all these experimental gene therapy shots will be quote-unquote approved by the FDA. So you'll have less of a leg to stand on. Until then, all they can do is coerce and harass you. So if you're being harassed, file a harassment complaint. So if you are fired, then you have reason to sue for wrongful termination. You were harassed. You filed a complaint to the Department of Justice, the Department of Labor. You were fired after you filed that complaint. You sue for wrongful termination. And you sue because you cannot retaliate against an employee who files a complaint with the Department of Justice or the Department of Labor. Or the Health Department, for that matter. So that's your shield. If they're harassing you, that is. If it's constant, nonstop, incessant harassment, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And they're trying to push you into bad positions at work, uncomfortable positions, cornering you. File a harassment complaint, report the business, and if they fire you after the fact, then you can sue them for wrongful termination because they cannot retaliate when you file those complaints. And then there'll be an investigation of what the business is doing. Now, a business has a legal right. They can force you to get a vaccine. However, while they can force you to get it, they really can't force you to get it because there are some exemptions. And that's what I want to share with you right now. This is directly from the government's website, U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. COVID-19 vaccinations, an EEO overview, the Equal Employment Opportunity Overview. Under the ADA, Title VII, and other federal employment non-discrimination laws, may an employer require all employees physically entering the workplace to be vaccinated for COVID-19. Here's what it says. The federal EEO laws do not prevent an employer from requiring all employees physically entering the workplace to be vaccinated for COVID-19, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions of Title VII and the ADA and other EEO considerations discussed below. These principles apply if an employee gets the vaccine in the community or from the employer. Those EEO considerations deal in medical and religious waivers. That's what you need to know. It says, in some circumstances, Title VII and the ADA require an employer to provide reasonable accommodations for employees who, because of a disability or a, quote, sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance, end quote, do not get vaccinated for COVID-19 unless providing an accommodation would pose an undue hardship on the operation of the employee's business. Not getting vaccinated should not prove an undue hardship. It doesn't cost the employee some enormous amount of money. You know, a, a ridiculous, silly example would be you have a business on the third floor. There's no elevator. And an employee working there has a wheelchair, can't get up the stairs. 
and it's going to cost the business $100,000 to install an elevator or you know $50,000 to put a ramp in that has to take them up three floors. That might be considered an undue hardship. Not getting a vaccine is not an undue hardship. It doesn't cost the business any money. They'll make all kinds of ridiculous arguments against it, but it doesn't cost the business any money. The analysis for undue hardship depends on whether the accommodation is for a disability, including pregnancy, or for religion. And then that is stated further below in Section K-12 from the government's website. I'll read you a little bit more. As with any employment policy, employers that have a vaccine requirement may need to respond to allegations that the requirement has a disparate impact on or disproportionately excludes employees based on their race, color, religion, sex, or national origin under Title VII. It would also be unlawful to apply a vaccination requirement to employees in a way that treats employees differently based on disability, race, color, religion, sex, national origin, age, or genetic information unless there is a legitimate non-discriminatory reason. The next question, what are some examples of reasonable accommodations or modifications that employers may have to provide to employees who did not get vaccinated due to disability, religious beliefs, practices, or observances, or pregnancy? An employee who does not get vaccinated due to a disability covered by the ADA, which is very vague, they don't list disabilities specifically, but you can read the ADA, just type in Americans with Disabilities Act PDF, you can read the whole thing, print out a copy like I have or a sincerely held religious belief practice or observance covered by Title VII, may be entitled to a reasonable accommodation that does not pose an undue hardship on the operation of the employer's business. Now let's jump to Section K-12, because in Section K-12, that's where we can see disability accommodation, uh, or excuse me, religious accommodation, uh, to add on to the disability accommodation. I'm going to type this in real quick, American Americans with Disabilities Act, and just type that in, hit PDF, and uh, literally it'll just pop right up, ada.gov. And uh, just to prove that it comes up quick, you can just type in uh, all that on Google, and it'll pop right up uh, quickly. And there it is, Americans with Disabilities Act, and then it'll give you the definitions of disability, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There it all is. Uh, K-12, that's the section. Title VII and COVID-19 vaccinations. That's Title VII. Uh, that is from the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission about the ADA Rehabilitation Act and EEO laws. Here is what Section 12 says. Under Title VII, this is Section 12 of the, of the document, but under Title VII, how should an employer respond to an employee who communicates that he or she is unable to be vaccinated for COVID-19 or provide documentation or other confirmation of vaccination because of a sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance. Listen very carefully. Once an employer is on notice that an employee's sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance prevents the employee from getting a COVID-19 vaccine, the employer must provide a reasonable accommodation unless it would pose an undue hardship. Employers also may receive religious accommodations requests from individuals who wish to wait until an alternate version or specific brand of COVID-19 vaccine is available to the employee. That's something I didn't know. In other words, an employee may also receive an accommodation if they're waiting for another brand of vaccine to be developed. That's interesting. Such requests should be processed according to the same standards that apply to other accommodation requests. EEOC guidance explains that the definition of religion is broad and protects beliefs, practices, and observances with which the employer may be unfamiliar. 
Therefore, the employer should ordinarily assume that an employee's request for religious accommodation is based on a sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance. However, if an employee requests a religious accommodation and an employer is aware of facts that provide an objective basis for questioning either the religious nature of the sincerity of a particular belief, practice, or observance, the employer would be justified in requesting additional supporting information. See also 29 CFR 1605. That means if you come to work every day and you are telling people because you're proud of your religion, hey, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist, I want things to decay and fall apart, I hate you know society, I'm an anarchist too, and then you're like magically one day, boom, uh, oh, I have a religious exemption against vaccines, uh, as an atheist, I don't believe in them, that would be different. Then you'd have to kind of prove that something in your atheism would prevent you from getting a vaccine. So. If you want to look at the legal components of this, the government tells you what they are. You, you, and people understand, you live in the United States of America. You don't live in communist China. You don't live in the prison colony that is Australia. Stop protesting thinking that you don't have rights. You have rights as a human being. And the foundation of this country was not perfect like any country. But the reason we have so much discrimination and so much racial division is because of the same people who didn't want to end slavery. The protections that you have as a human being in the United States of America, black, white, trans, cis, whatever, are because some people didn't agree with the ideologies that some held during the founding of this country. And it's because of stuff like this that you can't be welded into your home, held down on the floor, and injected with God knows what. So you better understand that the United States of America is a safe haven and you have protections against this tyranny if you know them and if you exercise them. And you better understand that that flag represents all of that. And when you burn that flag and when you spit on the Constitution, you are not only spitting on and burning your own right and your own liberty, but you're spitting on and you're burning the rights and the liberties of others. And then if you do that, no, you're not welcome in a free society. I'm going to tell you more about the Equal Employment Opportunity Act from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission from the U.S. government's website. Religious exemptions, even if your employer mandates you get a vaccine. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. It's not legal advice. It's not even trying to show you ways to maneuver and manipulate the situation. It's just the law. And we'll be back to look at more of that right here on The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe today. Support the show. Grab a book. It all helps. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. We will be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, 
and demonic parts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. How dare you? Come on, man. Can your employer require you to get a vaccine? The answer is yes and no. If you're worried about getting a vaccine, you'd like to maybe wait until more research is done, you have a right to an accommodation at a business that is requesting, and then later, hopefully they don't, 
but they demand and mandate that you get a vaccine as a condition of employment. You have a right under the Equal Employment Opportunity Act to reject that mandate and to receive an exemption or an accommodation based on you wanting to wait until another vaccine comes out from another manufacturer. You have a right to an accommodation if you have a sincerely held religious belief or a religious practice or a religious observance. Now, if you read the New York Times, the New York Times will tell you in an article, Who Can Make You Get a COVID Vaccine, published August 6th, can your employer require you to get the vaccine? The short answer is yes, though a vast majority have not. They tell you about Walmart, Google, Disney, Facebook, Tyson Foods, and others mandating that most of their employers take a vaccine. Now, vaccine mandates aren't for everybody. They're for a small group of people who don't want it. They refuse it for one reason or another. A lot of people have sincerely held religious beliefs or they have a disability. If you have allergies, especially to any ingredient in one of the shots, and you can just type in CDC COVID-19 vaccine fact sheets, and you can pull up Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca. And you can read the fact sheets where it says, this is from the Moderna fact sheet for the emergency authorization usage of this Moderna vaccine for recipients and caregivers who should not get the Moderna vaccine. Those people who have had a severe allergic reaction after a previous dose or those who have had a severe allergic reaction to any ingredient in the vaccine. If you take the vaccine, here are the side effects. Difficulty breathing, swelling of your face and throat, a fast heartbeat, a bad rash all over your body, dizziness, and weakness. Severe side effects are chest pain, shortness of breath, and feelings of having a fast-beating, fluttering, or pounding heart. Now here's something that's very interesting. This is from Moderna, and I have one from Pfizer. And then we're going to go back to employer mandates of vaccines. Symptoms of COVID-19 include fever, chills, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle or body aches, headache, nausea, or vomiting. Side effects of the vaccine for Moderna in clinical trial number one here, reported in the fact sheet, are fatigue, headache, muscle pain, joint pain, chills, nausea, vomiting, and fever. Uh, Let me read that again. What is COVID-19, Moderna asks. Moderna's fact sheet says symptoms may include fever or chills, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle or body aches, headaches, nausea or vomiting. Then you go to the side effects of the vaccine reported in a clinical trial for Moderna. General side effects include fatigue, headache, muscle pain, joint pain, chills, nausea, vomiting and fever. Literally, the side effects of the vaccine are the symptoms of COVID-19. Perhaps that's why so many people go to the hospital. They receive their PCR test, which will now be phased out for the Mologic test owned by George Soros and Bill Gates. Literally, according to Forbes magazine, a $41 million consortium transaction, a UK-based company that will make these new tests. No mention that all the other tests were fraudulent, misleading, 80-plus percent in New York State, false positives, according to the New York Times even, 
None of that matters. You get the shot. You get fatigued, headache, muscle pain, joint pain, chills, nausea, vomiting, fever. You go to the hospital. They say, what do you feel? You say fever, chills, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle, body aches, headache, nausea, vomiting. They look at a list. They say those are the symptoms of COVID. You have COVID-19. They test you with a ridiculous test that is useless and meaningless, that is incredibly misleading and false and fraudulent, and they determine, because they've amplified the signals by 40 or 50, from 32-33, and guess what? You have COVID-19, and you got both vaccines, and it's because other people didn't get vaccinated that you are sick. Although, you're sick because those are the side effects of the vaccine. It literally says that in the fact sheet. I mean, Jesus Christ, look these fact sheets up. CDC, fact sheet. Moderna, Pfizer, and Pfizer says the exact same thing. What are the side effects of COVID-19? What are the symptoms? Fever and chills, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle or body aches, headaches, nausea, vomit, uh, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. What are the side effects of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine? Well, there's a lot of them. Tiredness, headache, muscle pain, chills, fever, diarrhea, vomiting, the same side effects. Or in simple terms, the side effects of the vaccine are literally identical to the symptoms of COVID-19. You get both shots, you go to the hospital, you don't feel good, they diagnose you with having COVID-19, they do a test, they amplify the cycle, they find a random particle, you're suddenly sick, even though you're not really sick, you just don't feel that great, you've got COVID, it's because of your neighbor who didn't get the vaccine that made you sick. This is a reversing of reality. Those are the actual fact sheets from the Centers for Disease Control. Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, same thing. Oh, by the way, there's this article, too. Patients died after operations to remove objects left inside of them were canceled due to COVID-19. I mean, that just shows you, that is just the epitome of what's wrong with modern medicine. Say what you want about PCR tests and vaccines, People are literally dying because doctors have made mistakes. They've left objects in the body. And then because doctors don't understand nutrition, can't read the actual data, they canceled the surgery to remove items that they left in the body because of COVID. They can't do the surgery. They left foreign objects in your body. And now people are dying because doctors won't perform the surgeries to remove the objects they left in the body. (laughs) It's crazy. That's the telegraph, by the way. Look at those fact sheets. Pfizer, Moderna. I mean, you want to you wanna really, really get sick. You take that Pfizer shot. My God, the side effects of this are literally twice as long as the Moderna shot. Pfizer shot must have been the one they made for black people because they really want black people to take the shot. Oh, and here's another article before I get back to the EEOC. This is from the New York Times, a physical uh, newspaper article. I've, I had a, grabbed a copy of it. I just saw it in a free, uh, one of those free libraries in the city, and they just had a copy of the New York Times. They said, let me look at this thing, and I found a little article here. Now vaccinating those not eager but not opposed. Perks, pressure, and fear of variants changing minds on the shot. Yeah, sure, you've created that reality because the most recent report that came out uh, on the 7th, August 7th, that was Saturday, 2021 said uh, most of the American people who haven't gotten a vaccine just aren't going to get it. They're just refusing. They're not scared of the variant. So this is the New York Times creating a a fake reality again. That's what they do. Uh, And it has uh, pictures of people in the article. It's a full page article. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people 
All these people were skeptical, and they've decided, you know what? I should get it. There's a young black man, an old black lady, looks like a young Latino man, young white guy, kind of looks like a school shooter, uh, some trans liberal person, and then, uh, you know, just a regular old lady. Uh, and then there's like a young black kid. So they really just went with the whole, uh, the whole spectrum here. And uh, I found it interesting. This one person, Sherry Lockhart, 35, said this. This is a quote. I didn't really trust it. My thinking was I should research. I should look into things. Then her mother persuaded her to get it. I mean, this is like when the New York Times ran that story, don't think for yourself, don't do your own research, let us do it for you. It's like, don't look at Hillary Clinton's emails, that's illegal, we have a right to look at them, you don't. I was thinking I should just research it first before I get it. And they make it look like that's crazy. It's crazy to read the fact sheet. It's crazy to read the insert. Well, you can't read the inserts, actually, because they're blank. But it's crazy to read the fact sheets. It's crazy to read the studies. It's crazy. I'm crazy like the Pop-Tart guy. Crazy good. I mean, these shots are crazy good. We have to incentivize them and persuade you and put jackboots on and kick in your door. They're so great. We love them. Why won't you take them? If I put on a pink sweater, will you take it then? If I tell you this is about the environment, will you take it then? This is about the safety of the American public and the world. This is about the safety of the people who smoke cigarettes who don't want to change. This is about the safety of the people who are overweight by 100 pounds. The more super morbidly ulta, ultimate hyper obese people. It's your fault they're obese. You know that? It's your fault. And as men, it's your fault those women are asexual. You aren't attracted to free willy, so that's your fault they're asexual. It's your fault, and you're actually anti-woman because you won't have sex with a 600-pound woman who should be seeing Dr. Nazarden down in Houston. It's your fault. It's also your fault that people drink excessive amounts of alcohol. It's your fault that people do drugs. It's your fault for eating those vegetables. It's your fault for being healthy. It's your fault for drinking water instead of soda. It's your fault. You know that, right? It's your fault. Well, let me not uh, just focus on those kinds of people. Let me focus on the people like a lot of you who you like to drink a little bit. You like to smoke a little bit. It's still your fault because you didn't get a vaccine. It's your fault. It's basically, you do what you're told, or you're the reason that things are uncomfortable. That's called gaslighting. They're gaslighting the public. That's all that this is. And the New York Times says, yes, an employee has to get the vaccine if their employer says they must. But that's barring any conflicting disability or religious belief. Now, I can't help but think... That the jackass who wrote this article for the New York Times, and actually I think we have their name, Gilia Hayward, Gilia Hayward missed a few details in the article. The detail that they missed is that it's not just a religious belief, making you perhaps think, well, I don't really want to get it, but I don't have a disability, and 
I'm, I'm kind of spiritual, but I'm not really religious, and I'm not part of a church. So I guess I don't have the protection of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. I don't have the protection of federal law. I guess I don't have a religious belief. I don't have a disability. I have to get it. You don't. The New York Times has misled you once again. It's not just a religious belief. It's also religious practice or observance. You do not have to be a member of a church to have a religious belief, practice, or observance. You do not have to run around in circles holding out your Christian cross, yelling at people, Jesus is coming, to be a religious person. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission in the United States of America you can look this up on their website, what you should know about COVID-19 and the ADA Rehabilitation Act and other EEO laws. It says under the ADA Title VII and other federal employment non-discrimination laws, may an employer require all employees physically and in the workplace to be vaccinated for COVID-19? The answer is yes and no. The federal EEO laws do not prevent an employer from requiring all employees physically entering the workplace to be vaccinated for COVID-19, subject to the reasonable accommodation provisions of Title VII and the ADA and other EEO considerations discussed below. These principles apply if an employer uh, or an employee, excuse me, gets the vaccine in the community or from the employer. In some circumstances, Title VII and the ADA require an employer to provide reasonable accommodations for employees who, because of a disability or a sincerely held religious belief, practice or observance. Yeah, we have those in the United States of America. You atheist communist scum. We have religious freedom. You can't persecute us because we believe in something that is whole, that is universal. That the people that hold these beliefs do not get vaccinated for COVID-19 unless proving an accommodation. Uh, the employer would have to prove that an accommodation would pose an undue hardship on the operation of the business. Now, maybe a huge business might take you to task on this, but most of us don't work at these big businesses. You know, like you don't work for some Fortune 500 company, I'd imagine most of you, especially listeners of this show. So it's a little bit easier to deal with. And it'll be a little teeny tiny bit harder when it's finally, quote-unquote, approved, because it won't be experimental and you can't use that argument anymore, but still, religious beliefs, observances, and practices. This is what the EEOC says. If you get this uh, document, uh, look at Section K-1. It'll explain literally what I just read to you. Section K-2 says, What are some examples of reasonable accommodations or modifications that an employer may have to provide to employees who do not get vaccinated due to disability, religious beliefs, practices, or observances, or pregnancy. Here's what it says. An employee who does not get vaccinated due to a disability covered by the ADA or a sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance covered by Title VII may be entitled to a reasonable accommodation that does not pose an undue hardship on the operation of the employer's business. Now, to understand what a religious exemption is, it's not just for the people who are Christian. It's not just for the people who wear the full Muslim garb. It's not just for the Jews who wear the hat. It's not just for the Buddhists. It is for anyone who has a religious belief, observance, or practice. Here's what it says. Title VII and COVID-19 vaccines, section K-12 of the EEOC paper online. Under Title VII, how should an employer respond to an employee who communicates that he or she is unable to be vaccinated for COVID-19 because of a sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance? This is where you come in. 
and this is what the law says. This isn't legal advice either. This is me reading the government's website. This is what they tell you. Once an employer is on notice that an employee's sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance prevents the employee from getting the COVID-19 vaccine, the employer must provide a reasonable accommodation unless it would pose an undue hardship. Uh, and maybe I'm being too cautious. It is kind of like legal advice. I mean, I can represent myself in court. I don't need a lawyer. You can represent yourself. You don't need a lawyer. You can read the law. You can interpret the law. You can read. I mean, that's all lawyers do. They just interpret the law. You don't have to pass the bar to understand the law. Sure, it's legal advice. The best way you could protect yourself right now, you really want to cover all the angles. If you're being harassed at your job by employees or by your manager, what you need to do if you're being harassed, nonstop incessant harassment about getting a vaccine, coercion, threats, then you need to do this. You need to file a complaint with the Department of Labor locally and file a complaint with the Department of Justice if you're being discriminated against. You file a complaint of harassment and or discrimination, and now you have legal federal protection if they fire you claiming anything. Even in the state that says you can be fired for any reason, now you can sue them for wrongful termination if you can argue that you were fired because you had made a complaint to initiate an investigation into the dealings of the business and how it's managed. Again, you're harassed, you're discriminated against, people treat you differently because you haven't gotten a vaccine or you don't want to talk about it. You're being harassed to get it, coerced, threatened. File a complaint with the Department of Health, the Department of Labor, the Department of Justice, all of them. As many complaints as you can file. Get that information, and then you can't fire somebody for retaliation. Then if they try to fire you, you can sue for wrongful termination. Now, when they finally legalize in whatever way they define that, they authorize, they approve the vaccine later this year, and New York City becomes the first city to make it a key to the city to get your vaccine passport, even though that's not a real thing. It's not a real thing, but that's what they're doing in New York City. Once that happens then you're going to have to rely more heavily on the religious belief practice observance. You could also just rely on that from the beginning and then get the harassment discrimination complaint filed as a little bit of backup. Here's what the EEOC says. EEOC guidance explains that the definition of religion is broad and protects beliefs, practices, and observances with which the employer may be unfamiliar. Now, if you come to work as an atheist every day, and everybody knows you're an atheist, atheists are generally considered irreligious. They're not religious. So an atheist who decides, I don't want to get a vaccine, I'm claiming a religious exemption. Um, that's going to be hard because you're not a religious person, although atheism has kind of become a religion. Atheism is not really a religion. So you can't really get a religious exemption for belief, practice, or observance under the EEOC if you have a mandate vaccine for COVID-19 in the workplace and you're an atheist, that doesn't really work. However, maybe you're a Rastafarian. Rastafarians smoke a lot of weed, but they also eat a diet free of additives, chemicals, and they don't really eat a lot of meat. Therefore, if you're a Rastafarian, your employer may not have any understanding of what that is. But a Rastafarian should 
be able to get a, an exemption. And you don't have to prove it. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of this exemption. You don't have to prove it. The employer must provide a reasonable accommodation unless it would pose an undue hardship. Once an employer is on notice that an employee's sincerely held religious belief, practice, or observance prevents the employee from getting the COVID-19 vaccine, the employer must provide the accommodation. Employers also may receive religious accommodation requests from individuals who wish to wait until an alternative version or specific brand of COVID-19 vaccine is available to the employee. Such requests should be processed according to the same standards that apply to other accommodation requests. However, maybe you're an atheist. If an employee requests a religious accommodation, that's maybe you and you're, you're the atheist, and an employer is aware of facts that provide an objective basis for questioning either the religious nature or the sincerity of a particular belief, practice, or observance, the employer would be justified in requesting additional supporting information. That's very, very critical. You can't just say, I have a religious exemption, but you have a shirt on that says, I love atheism, I'm an atheist, and every day you tell yourself and tell other people how great atheism is. Doesn't really work out. However, Rastafarianism is a great example of a religion that's not really understood. It's a religious practice that's not really understood. It's a spiritual practice. Your employer might be like, what do you mean, what's Rastafarianism? Well, that's my, my view. I, and, and I guess I'm kind of a Rastafarian. I don't smoke weed, but I don't eat food with additives and chemicals. I don't eat meat. That's my, you know, sincerely held belief, practice, and observance. Religion doesn't mean it's Christian, Muslim, Jew. You need to understand that. You need to know that. So if you are having problems, you're being harassed, you're discriminated against, reason and logic don't work with these people, they're threatening you, file a complaint with the Department of Justice, file a complaint with the Department of Labor. They fire you, then it's wrongful termination, especially in a state that doesn't have the fire at will. In states that have it, it's even added protection against that because it will prevent them from firing you based on a complaint that you filed and an investigation that was initiated. They can't fire you in a retaliatory manner. You need to get a copy of this. What you should know about COVID-19 and the ADA, the Rehabilitation Act, and other EEO laws, U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Get a copy of that. Section K, K1, K2, and K12 will give you pretty much everything you need to know. You don't have to be a Christian or a Rastafarian. You could be somewhere in between. That is a sincerely held religious belief, observance, or practice. Don't have to be part of a church. That gives you an ability to opt out. If you're an atheist and everybody knows you're an atheist, doesn't really work out so well on the religious exemption side of things. And this is even in states where you don't have religious exemptions or philosophical exemptions for other things, as you might have seen on the NVIC website. The New York Times says, look, you can get out of it if you have a religious belief, but they don't mention that it doesn't have to be Christianity. They don't mention in the New York Times that it's an observance or a practice and that it can just be a spiritual belief. You could be a Rastafarian and get out of it. That's the United States of America. You don't have to bend you don't have to kneel and pull your ass cheeks apart to tyranny. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. If you want more information, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. Tonight, we have re-reversed reality. I hope that you can see things a little more clearer, and I hope that tonight's show was a practical, non-stale approach is something that you hear about every single day in the news. 
Check out my books on the website. Subscribe to the show. Check us out on Patreon. Support our affiliates, www.thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.